The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And welcome into the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that jazz. We've got so much planned for you in this episode. This is a super-sized episode of the EP Podcast, the EP Podcast 2021 Year in Review, and it's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, who knows that we're all happy to give this time of year. But those costs can sometimes add up, even if you're making someone else's day a little bit better. And that's why when you open up a total access checking account, you get a $300 bonus and free ATMs nationwide. Plus, you get great mobile and online banking tools. So give away this season without financial stress with a $300 gift from the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, located in that iconic building at the corner of 95th and Pulaski, and also get easy access to your accounts open online right now, bankevergreenpark.com slash total access slash EP. $100 required open, requirements to qualify, must use link to apply, member FDIC. So again, this is the 2021 EP Podcast Year in Review. It's going to be a little bit longer than the normal 30 minutes of good. That's because there was so much that happened in this year. And we're going to try to include as much of it as we can. But remember, if you're listening to a segment, you're like, I wonder how the rest of that went. Every episode is online and easily searchable anywhere podcasts can be found, and especially at the EPPodcast.com. Instead of going in chronological order, we're going to kind of jump around. And I want to start off with this next segment. You've heard Village Trustees Mark Marzullo and Norm Anderson go head-to-head trivia contest right here on this show. But the first trivia contest between the two of them was right at the end of an episode much earlier on in the year. So we're going to take you back to the contest that started it all, the intense competition between these two on the EP Podcast. And that's how we'll kick off this episode of the 2021 EP Podcast Year in Review. Marzullo and Norm Anderson here on the podcast. And and this is how it's going to work. We're going to play a little Evergreen Park trivia game. Every single question will be based on information I can actually get off the Village website, okay, about how well you know Evergreen Park. Now, I'm going to ask the questions. Hannah, you're going to judge. Okay. All right? Okay. And the idea is they buzz in by saying their first name. So when Norm buzzes in, he says, Norm. Can I go? Can I go? (laughs) You know what? How about this? He can say Norm, and you can just go, eh. Like, that's fine. I don't care. (laughs) Mark will go, eh, and Norm will say Norm. We've got to give Norm a sound, too. Norm, Norm, what sound do you make really well? I I, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Pass. Hey, it better be late 70s, early 80s. He's, you know, down. This is information directly off the website. I can't wait to do this, okay? So I'm going to ask the question. I'm getting old. You buzz you know, in. Man. Hannah will then judge who buzzed in first, and we'll see if you get the question it's right. It's embarrassing. We don't know the answer. If you, exactly. If you, <laughs> miss, if you miss the other person, can steal and Hannah keep an idea as to who uh, ends up All with right. the most of them right, All okay? Right. All right. And we'll just see how this goes. This could be an absolute disaster. Let's hit some music. Okay. 
the first person here that can name all of the active Village Board of Trustee members. Mark got it. Mark got it. Norm Anderson went. Norm Anderson rose his hand on the radio. No, you know what? That does not count. I was like at family funeral. It's going to hit the buzzer. I was just trying to give you an easy one to get you going, okay? Go ahead, Mark. Chris, who are Carol Kyle, Norm Anderson, Mark Phelan, Mark Marzullo, Kelly Burke, and Jim McQuillan at the present time? Present okay, trustee. I was going to get him on that one, but that's okay. We're recording the night. Uh, we're recording before Kelly Burke takes office, yeah. so we're going to give him that, that one. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. So, All right. is there an open seat now? Once the Kelly moves in, is there'll be an works? open seat? Yes. Is there a special election? What happens is that the mayor. Uh, we will we will probably take a step back after the after she gets inaugurated, mm-hmm. and we'll she'll be announcing uh, that people are interested in seeking the position. Okay, and we'll have some criteria for that position. And we'll probably be asking someone to submit some resumes somewhere along the line to a to a group of elected officials. Oh, so it'll be appointed, is what? Yes, you're it's totally appointed. So it'll be appointed, and but her spot is up in two years. That spot would be up in two years, right? You have to run for the first possible election if you're appointed to okay. anything on the board. So that's how it works. In two years. Yes. So the village trustee position that's left vacant will be appointed, and then in two years when you're running. And I believe it's James McQuillan will be running, right. and then this right. this spot would also be the third one. That'd, That'd be right. All right, cool. Get your resume ready, Hannah. Okay, I'm going to get mine ready, too. Okay, here Hannah. we go. Let's see if we can make this a little bit more complicated. All, all right. right. All right, here we go. The first person that can tell me, and this is right off the website, the chairman of the Human Rights Commission. Their faces. <laughs> Do you even know this Human Rights Commission? the first commission? one for being too easy. Laura Shell. No, that is incorrect. He and he didn't in. buzz in, but it's also incorrect. <laughs> Who is Laura Shell? No, it's <laughs> no, it's not. This is Duffy. No, it's Ray John, no, John Daly. John Daly is listed as the chairman of the Human Rights Commission on the Evergreen Park Village website. Wow. I knew that. I just wow. wanted to have no This will all be we'll, saved for your we'll, election we'll in two be years. <laughs> oh, thanks, Chris. We really appreciate that one. Don't hey, even I, know I who's on the Human Rights Commission. Poor John Daly. Know. He's going to be listening to yeah, this. Yeah, poor John Daly. He's probably like, oh, Can we ask about sports from high school? Yeah. Name me either the chairman or one of the members, there are two of which, that are on the Fire and Police Commission. Skinny McCarthy, Tom McCarthy. No, I said a chairman or two members on the Fire and Police Commission and he is oh, correct. You're right. Tom, Tom McCarthy. Not the trust. The, the trustees yeah. have a. Tom a, McCarthy is a right. member that's on there. Todd along T. With, Lander. And Todd T. Lander is the chairman. And I do not know the gentleman. And Robert Lopez is okay. the chairman. He was Lopez. only on the fire and police commission for 20 years. <laughs> so he though. Hey, but hey, so uh, <laughs> but it was a long time ago. Everybody <laughs> I know was dead. That was on there. You know? I'm getting old. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. All right, I won that one, Anna. Yes, you did. You won that one. So you're. Hey, tied don't ask now. about the zoning board either, because he knows all about that. Don't, don't ask about. Look at this, man. I gotta like. I gotta yeah, find the zoning board. All right, here we go. Give me the chairman, or one of the three members. On the Environmental Recycling Commission for the Village of Evergreen Park. These would be your people that Mi- want to recycle a lot. Norm, Millie Norm, Norm, Brendich. Pow- Mary Norm Ellen pounded Brendich. on the bar. <laughs> Mary Ellen Brendich. Mary Ellen Brendich is a member. That is correct. Can anybody can, can anybody name any of the other three people? You want me to just rattle it off? Anybody got one that they were ready to go with? One of the names was already mentioned, but it was an incorrect well, answer. You stole mine. <laughs> 
All right, your chairman is Laura Shallow, and then Sue Pelka. A technicality. And Maribeth Churak. Give a half a point. Half a point in there, Chris. Half a point on that one. you're the judge. You decide you want to give it. No, it's all in or nothing. All in or nothing, so two to one. You're the judge. You're the judge, Hannah. Can we switch this to Three Stooges trivia? He'll beat me on that, but I can hold my candle with him on that one. All right, this one I already knew. Um, actually, I, I, this one is not on the website, but I know this one. Give me the name of the gentleman that is in charge of keeping track of the history of Evergreen Park. And oh, Mark, Mark got that one. Mark. George, George Peso. George Peso, that is correct. <laughs> We're tied. He could be the answer for a lot of questions, right? Yes. I mean, like he, German he, zoning board. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, exactly. He's on all kinds of different things here. I was flipping along. George Peso. One of those names in Evergreen Park that, if you don't know, this guy is super involved in yes. everything that happens George there. does a lot. Right, exactly. So that, that's awesome. All right, let me find one more here. Where are we sitting at, Hannah? What is, what's the score? Tied 2-2. Two, two. They're tied 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, so no on, half points. And this one, we're going to no have to. Okay, here we go. This <laughs> is... <laughs> I don't like losing. Hey, how come Mark just walked out the door? <laughs> All right, I'm looking at the village flow chart. You can actually find us on the website. This is amazing. Who's in charge of who? This is great. Okay, so this it's a good final question. We'll see whether or not one okay. of them can nail this Okay, do you know one. your good. organizational chart? Do you chart? know your organizational flow chart for the village? All right, so the citizens of Evergreen Park sit at the top of the flow chart for who runs Evergreen Park, which I think is very symbolic and wonderful and everything like that. I found it for the first time here while I was looking up this question. Then the mayor and the board of trustees and the village clerk split off from that, and the village clerk has just administration underneath the village clerk. The mayor and the board of trustees had sit over the top of all these different departments, recreation, the Office of Citizen Services, police, fire, building department, public works, and the finance department. Tell me who, which one of those departments, the youth department reports to. The youth department is the recreation department. There you go, Mark gets it. (laughs) Excuse me. What is the recreation department? (laughs) Alex Trebek would be proud of me. I think all of us learned something about Evergreen Park with that, and I think you guys actually learned some stuff as well. What we've learned is, Norman, I should read the website more. (laughs) Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial Representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Before we go any further in this big, supersized year in review, I just want to give a quick shout out to anybody that is working during this holiday season. You're working on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, first responders, and other essential workers that are out there working. I spent years, I spent a decade essentially, always working on Christmas, always working on New Year's. In fact, to get Christmas Eve off with my family, I generally had to bribe somebody 100 bucks and work a 16-hour shift in a 911 center, New Year's Eve, all the way until New Year's Day when the sun was coming up every single year. I know it feels thankless. I know it's no fun, but I just want you to know this guy right here understands and thank you so much for everything you're doing. We all wish we could be at home with our families, but we're not all able to do it. But thank you for what you do. 
Uh, this group here that's coming up next, I want to thank them again for what they did. A group of District 124 Central Middle School students who launched a project last spring to try to help local businesses as they tried to come out of the pandemic. Take a listen to these remarkable kids after a terrible year themselves where they never knew if they were going to be in school or out of school doing everything over Zoom and all they could think of is others. We have uh, Maddie. We actually have two Maddies. We have a Margaret and we have Janaya. Hello, uh, girls. How are you? Thank you for joining me. I, I know it's weird that we're doing the whole thing over Zoom, but uh, that's that's the way that the world is. Although the good news is it seems like it's going to open up very soon if you keep looking at the reports and the, and the vaccines coming out. And I think you guys are going to get a much more normal school year next year. That's what I'm hoping for you. But it's amazing after all the things that you went through, just yourselves having to adjust so much in school, you have this concern for local businesses. Can you guys tell me a little bit about what you've been working on? Um, so we looked at all the businesses in our community and we saw that some of them were not doing so good. So we wanted to find all the ways that we can help them and get their names out into the community so that they can have more customers. How did you first of all start looking into it? Was it you, you sat down with a bunch of local business owners, like you sat down with me. How, how did you gather your information to figure out what you wanted to do? We contacted a bunch of different like people that we know that own like a business or like work in one. And we met with them on Zoom and asked them questions so we could get information about like how businesses ran, how you started, like what they think we need to do to help. The idea um, for our class is that we want to make a difference in the community and be leaders. Were, were there certain questions they all seemed to answer the same way? What, what stood out to you? Um, the way they were saying how it was hard for them during the pandemic and what they did to like get to where they are now. They like helped each other. They're, they talked to other communities and the business is near them. It seems like a lot of them tried to work together. Did you, did you find that there was an awful lot of collaboration to try to figure out how to to almost uh, get the word out to customers, but help each other get through it. Yes. Yeah. What did they say they needed the most right now? Because I, I I know that this was what the plan was: try to figure out a way to help out local businesses in Evergreen Park. Um, the most thing that they needed was just publicity and more people knowing about their business, so that it could bring in more customers. That is important. It's it's very hard to get the word out when you're doing something. Trust me, I'm a guy who runs a podcast, and most people had never even heard of one until I started the EP podcast. So I completely understand that. So it, do you guys have like a, a formulated plan now? Is there something that you're you're moving forward with as a class? We are going to start a campaign for the small businesses starting in the month of May. We will have a newsletter sent out through... Um, the Chamber of Commerce, the D124 emails and newsletters and social media, and it will list some businesses of the week and a promotion for them. The promotion will be 5% off a $25 purchase or something similar to that so that we can draw more business into their company. So you guys are going to be promoting local businesses and then you're sitting down, you're working out with them all individually uh, specials that they can run that you could promote so that you can bring in more business for them. Yes. yes. And 
We also, so we want to do like a few different businesses each week of May. So we're, we're want to do somewhere like four or five each week and try and like promote those, um, those ones like every week. And I would imagine the ones that you're working with so far are pretty excited about this and also probably surprised that a group of young people, I mean, when you think about what you kids have had to go through this past year, I keep saying that the ones that were hit the hardest, even more than I think the businesses were kids and the way that their school year had to be altered and the things that they were normally going to get to do. And yet you instead are thinking of others and coming up with this plan. I think it's very commendable. Yeah. Thank you. There was a lot that happened this year in Evergreen Park, but no year in review could even begin to be complete without going back to the big election, the mayoral election, the trustee election, but really the mayoral election was very interesting. Jim Sexton stepping down as mayor, retiring, and two female candidates, one of which was going to be the first female mayor in the history of Evergreen Park, Kelly Burke running against Sean Good. Both candidates were on this show twice for extensive interviews, but during one interview with candidate Good, she made what some believe may have been a misstep, which was followed by a response by then-Mayor Jim Sexton. While all of it is still available on demand, anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com, we take a look back at the most downloaded audio in the history of the EP podcast, that went viral all throughout Chicagoland, actually. And these two moments right here may have had an impact on the results of the election. Drew, families of Facebook, and I know it can be a danger zone at times, I think it's more dangerous to drink in Facebook maybe than to drink and drive, you know? Okay. It could be very damaging to bring in the first thought, and you know this, and put it out on Facebook. That's why it's not even on my phone. I don't even, I, I got to make myself have to turn on my laptop to use Facebook. That's on, that's on purpose. But are you saying that you're getting these examples through Facebook, and what are they? Some. The number one complaint that I have seen is the red light camera at 87th and Kedzie. Okay. So then, of course, I delved in, and I read as much as I could about red flex and safe speed. And what I found out is we all know that these cameras were installed in Evergreen Park in 2018. There were four of them. Now, if you're watching what's going on in the rest of the Southwest suburbs, you're going to have to ask yourself at some point, was Evergreen Park involved? Okay, so you're you're implying that Evergreen Park might have been involved in some wrongdoing when it came to the red light cameras. I wouldn't exactly say it that way. I'm not... I'm speculating only the implication part that is not up for me to decide, but I know for a fact, and I have met with others through my petitioning process. What are you going to do, Sean? I've been out there too, Chris, during a very dangerous time throughout a pandemic, through a holiday season and a last minute rush. I didn't, I was so gracefully accepted into homes because the information was arcane It was withheld. It was secretive. Oh, this is being, I I endorse uh, so-and-so, the current also serving state rep. And I thought, I I thought for sure, honest, that a lot more people would have came forward and tried to run. What you kind of did there, and I want to make sure I give you a chance to clarify it is, you said that you're speculating 
that there was some wrongdoing. And then you also, you know, insinuated that the state representative, which I can only assume is Kelly Burke, would have some sort of involvement in it. Is there any kind of tangible proof? Is there something that you're you're seeing or is there something that you're trying to say here that you need to clarify? I make no reference to the fact that I insinuate anything against Miss Burke. Okay. I just want to make sure. That answer is no. Over this past week, I I think on Monday's episode, uh, one of the mayoral candidates, Sean Good, was on the air with us and and doing an interview. And I want to give you an opportunity to respond to that because I didn't get anything from her specifically, but she did say it when she was on the show. Well, they, they play that game quite often, and I was really saddened by that position that she's taken in her mayoral bid. Um, It's really irresponsible uh, for somebody looking to hold the highest office here in Evergreen Park to use the word speculation or rumor. If you have facts, come out with them. And by the way, Chris, my attorney uh, has asked me to ask you, we will be subpoenaing any tapes um, and any and all tapes that you have from that conversation, because we believe it's very slanderous. And speculation is the same as demeaning someone's character. Um, you know, with that said, here's a, a, a person that comes out from under the rock every four years or eight years. The last time she ran was right after I had the West Nile virus. She's never volunteered for any position in this village, not the library, not the school boards, none of the commissions here in the village, but yet they come out every four or eight years and want to criticize everything that people have worked very hard to do. I've got 34 years in here being elected in Evergreen Park, so I don't believe for one second that the intelligent voters in Evergreen Park would have ever believed that I took a kickback or did something illegal with those red light cameras. Now, because it had happened in other suburbs doesn't mean that it happens here. I suggest that if the candidate and her uh, campaign manager want to go out to the FBI, they're more than welcome to do that. I believe they have an office in Tinley Park. Bring your facts and figures and your speculation out to the FBI. I welcome any and all investigations. We did bring up that we had learned that she shares a property line with you. Is there any chance this is personal? Well, it's absolutely personal. And it goes back, as I said, to right after I had West Nile in 12, we ran in 13. And they went around telling people that I was dying. You know, those people I happen to know very well and been with them a couple days before at a meeting at the senior center. And they told them, hey, get off my porch. We just talked to him. He's not dying. This is just somebody that isn't qualified to be your mayor, will use negative comments and insult people. And, you know, I think that might be a a forecomer to their administration. Who are they going to bring in here when you don't try and be positive? A couple other things I heard from the, the podcast that really disturbed me, and there was something that it's better to drive and um, use social media than drink and drive. It was it was drink and use social media was somehow more harmful than uh, drinking and driving. Yeah. Yes. How dumb how dumb can that be? Anybody that would make that statement and has lost somebody to a drunken driver would know that's not very smart. You know, I get muscle aches all the time. 
I've gone from being able to do whatever I want to and not feeling any pain to basically getting pain for any kind of physical activity. Good news, there's a local family-owned Southside business that provides a CBD topical that will not break the bank. Creaky Bone Balm offers concentrated relief for creaky bones. It is an effective hemp-based CBD in a rejuvenating balm. And guess what? It's made in small batches, always free of preservatives and all natural ingredients. It's great for muscle aches, tension, inflammation, joint pain. You can even use it for skin ailments like burns and dry cracked skin. Right now, go to creakybone.com and use the promo code BASEMENT. Get 20% off your order. And now check out the new 2,500 milligram balm with reduced pricing on their classic balms right now at creakybone.com. Joining me on the phone line right now, she is the brand new mayor. Well, not exactly yet. She's got to wait till like mid-May, but she's just been elected mayor of Evergreen Park, the first female mayor of the village. Kelly Burke on the line with us. Hello, Kelly. How are you? Great, Chris. Thanks for having me. How excited are you? I'm very excited. I'm thrilled. You sit there and you think to yourself, yeah, I want to do this. I want to be mayor. And then you get into the campaign. You don't know anybody's if anybody's going to run against you at first. Then all of a sudden you're in a race and then you get a resounding, you know, I mean, it was over 85% of the vote and you must feel really good right now going into this. I do. I, you know, we, we ran, uh, our, our team ran a really strong campaign and, um, and, and it, it feels great. And, you know, you, you put so much energy into the campaign. You know, sometimes you, 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 you got your head down, you got your nose to the grindstone. And then when you finally come up for air, um, it, you know, you look around and say, wow, we really did that. So it's very exciting. Is it like something where they have to hand you a bunch of keys? They literally did give me keys. <laughs> I, I, they, I literally did pick up the keys to City Hall on a We Heart EP keychain. You got the Evergreen Park missile codes? Is that what you're telling me now? <laughs> I hope not. I hope that nobody told me that was part of the job. You know, a lot of times when somebody like, let's say, wins the presidency, everybody asks what they're going to do in their first hundred days. Do you sit down and actually map out like two, three things that you definitely want to just jump right in at when you get into office? Or is this a wait and see type thing? I think it's it's a wait and see. You know, we, we've had one transition meeting. Um, so as we go through, you know, there are things that have to be done. Um, on a routine basis, um, you know, that the village has to do. So the things that we have to do are things that are going to come first. Um, And then, you know, we'll work on some of the ideas uh, that we talked about in the campaign. We'll continue our efforts at economic development. Obviously, that's job number one. But, um, you know, as I talked about in the campaign, um, I have a big interest and, you know, a lot of residents do, too, about um, some environmental initiative, uh, you know, working through uh, some of our summer programs and seeing what we can do and trying to shape those um, in a way that's, uh, you know, COVID friendly, um, but also, you know, maybe uh, some loosening of how things were last year and some more programming. But um, those will be a work in progress, too. So one of the things that popped into my mind the other day driving around the car, and I don't know if you I don't know if you have the answer to this, but I thought it was kind of funny as I was thinking about it. I drove by a, a sign at a park and underneath it, it said Mayor James Sexton. And I kept thinking to myself, like, I wonder how many signs have the current mayor on it and have to be changed. Like, is there a guy <laughs> who's designated to run around and change all the signs? 
And how quickly do they turn all that around? Like, have you, have you heard about that? Like, I just keep imagining like there's a sign guy and like at some point he's going to walk up and be like, all right, I'm going out to change all the signs, Kelly. Like, how does that work? <laughs> that I don't know. And I have to say that hasn't made the top 25 uh, <laughs> list of things we've talked about, but I'm, I'm, I'm making it number 26 now. I'll talk to Mayor Sexton about this on Monday. That's, that's why you're the mayor and I'm not. I would immediately <laughs> oh, be like, funny. okay, let's get the new signs made. Like that would have been my first thing. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is not my first priority. I'll tell you that much. A picture of beer, a picture of beer. Let's order another picture of beer. That picture of beer should come over here. I love that picture of beer. Uh, the rinse have been turned in. First of all, I want to get an honest opinion. Hannah, how did I do? Chris, I tasted, I sampled about 12 different ribs from tonight. Yours were outstanding, the best. They were not, you had a little bit of spice to it. You had the sweetness to it. They fell off the bone. Who wants to be sucking on a bone, getting meat stuck in their teeth? Wow. You want the nice wow. tender meat. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, John Brand, you're an expert. You serve incredible food at Open Outcry. You're sitting here in my tent, and my side dish was your beer tonight. You're my side dish. How many times have you been called a side dish? Uh, since high school, I would say not, well, probably not since high school, but not very often recently. Right, all right. Uh, but, hey, you, I heard you ask Hannah the question. Your ribs were excellent. Thank you. Your ribs had, I appreciate a nice tanginess in the ribs, right. and yours brought the nicest tanginess to all the ribs I tried here tonight. They Thank were very you. good. Thank you. If you ever need a guest chef for, like, a weekend, I'll make my ribs for you. We'll call you. I have your number in my Rolodex. All right, so... You're pouring beer tonight. I want to know what you felt like because you showed up and you were like, oh, we might get a couple of people at this thing. And then you were like, oh, my God, there's a lot of people. And the extra beer arrived very quickly. You're pouring your favorite beer, which is Speculator. What's it been like tonight? Yeah, it's been great. So uh, uh, what's been nice, when I come to these events, it's really nice to see most of the people here are our customers. And I already know what people like when they come up. And I knew who the Speculator drinkers are. Uh, we poured Speculator tonight, and we went through a couple kegs. Uh, in fact, we called the brewery to bring a couple more kegs up. I know, it was incredible. It was I, mean, like, I was laughing at you. You were like, you were like I didn't think there were, were going to be that many drinkers here. I was like, this is Evergreen Park. It's Evergreen, Evergreen Park. Evergreen Park drinks. So, yeah, we made yeah. an emergency run the of the brewery. The mayor was over here drinking your beer. Mayor Burke was drinking Speculator, <laughs> and so was, her, so was the first husband. The, the first, so, yeah, the first yeah. gentleman. So yeah. I knew, the first gentleman. So I knew we had to go get a couple extra kegs. Uh, so, yeah, we, we had the brewery run a few more up it's been great it's really nice to see our customers outside the brewery and uh, at this rip fest and talk about our beer and hear everyone say nice things about our brewery so it's been very it's very fun i love doing these things and the redeemer community by the way has been incredibly supportive of us the redeemers men's club is always doing things in the brewery the, Rede the redeemer uh parish we've done things with them before in the past it's, just, it's this is a really nice community out here and they've been very supportive of us so you're pouring beer. I know I don't want to get in your way, so I'm going to let you pour a couple here because the line is starting to form. People love drinking your beer. But I keep thinking to myself, this is this has to be one of the most favorite times for a brewer. Fall is not so hot. Uh, people are out. People love getting out in September and October on the south side of Chicago. You have that beautiful rooftop. Yeah, great time to get outdoors. Great time to drink beer. 
seasonal change in the Midwest is, is a, the best time of the year. Over at the brewery, we're going to do a couple more weeks on the rooftop, and we're going to be bringing the cabins back up there for the for the 2021-22 uh, dome season again. Uh, that'll probably start early to mid-October. Uh, Will Turner, our head brewer, is brewing some fest beers right now. Those nice. Will be, those will be done here in probably the next week or two. He brewed them last week. Um, we're dropping some other interesting fall-inspired beers, like a couple more dark pool variants, a couple more, uh, a couple different stouts. To be a brewer in the fall, when the weather changes, it's it's a fun time of year. People are a little bit more willing to um, experiment, try different things. So we'll, you'll be seeing those on draft here soon. Listen, buddy, I want to say uh, you made my night tonight. You made me look like a rock star. I got this tent here. I'm cooking ribs, and my side dish was open on fried beer. It was your ribs, man. They were great. It was all about your and ribs. You made me look really good here. It was fun. Like we had a really good night. lined up to come over here and drink your beer. The Holy Redeemer community does it really well. Every time I come to one of these events over here, it's great. The community's great. All the same faces. Everyone's having a great time. The music's good, the food's good, the beer's good. It's a really, Mayor Burke, Mayor Burke's walking around shaking hands, kissing baby. It's a really nice event. Yeah, excellent time. It's a lot of fun, but you made it better, but John, I really appreciate you coming by. I, I'm just happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for letting me share the tent with you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're such a big guy, and somehow we fit you in here. Well, we had to, we had to raise the tent. <laughs> Your tent wasn't on the highest setting. No, no, it's so, a midget. Yeah, so we had to raise it because because my back was starting to hurt a little bit. So. Normally, this episode would be over by now. All episodes of the EP Podcast are generally 30 minutes of good. Sometimes they're 33 minutes of good. But we have a supersized episode because this is the EP Podcast 2021 Year in Review. Do not forget to look for our special New Year's Eve release and then also the first episode of the new year coming out the Monday after New Year's. Much like those kids that you heard earlier on, uh, they were on in the spring and they were part of this episode from District 124's Central Middle School. We like to help out local businesses as well. That's why we have the Shop Local Spotlight. Couple of businesses right here in Evergreen Park you should be aware of. First off, remember to put the number of Tony and Dreamers Towing into your phone. Local guy does the towing local, actually buys junk cars as well off of you. Available 24-7, 365. Put this number into your phone. You never know when you're going to need a tow. 773-410-4549 for Dreamers Towing and Recovery. And then remember to check out Grinders Training Academy. That's Grinders with a Z. They do all kinds of great stuff for kids. They got private coaching, facility rental, fitness programs. If you have a kid who's an athlete at any level, at any age, they'll teach them how to work out in the proper way. They'll train them in the sport of their choice. They've got clinics for catchers and pitchers for fast pitch softball coming up in January. Get the information at Grinders with a Z Academy. Dot com or just text them 773-569-7487. Still ahead on this program, we've got the Stockyard Kilty Band in the studio. They were on earlier on in the year, and they brought the bagpipes. We also have my favorite soundbite of the year right at the end of the show after the closing song. But before any of that, we have the 2021 EP Podcast Most Excited Guest 
of the year. And we found this wonderful lady at Oktoberfest. And she was really pumped up to be alive. She even slaps my microphone out of my hand during the interview. Check her out. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's a big fan. Look at that guy. He's a big fan. And we're walking around, and Hannah and I are here. A little drizzle, but it's been a good party so far. What's your name? I am Janine. All right, Janine, where are you from? I am from the Evergreen Ashburn Double Dutch 40 Plus Club. We meet on 87 and kids every Wednesday. She claps a lot. She yeah, does. Yeah. 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 You should see the smile on her. I know. So how do you, first of all, how do you get into doing double dutch? I see people do it all the time, and I go, no way I could do this. Well, actually, our founder, Pam Robinson, she came up with the idea um, as part of uh, just getting people, women together uh, to remember old times. And so we got together. She started, she formatted a club, and we come in together, and we just come in and fellowship. It's a fitness fellowship, uh, friends, and we just come together and buy. How hard is doing double dutch? Simple, simple, You guys, simple. you ladies make it look so easy. She was, she was so excited she slapped the microphone there. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Slap my microphone. You yes, make it look so easy, uh, and I know it's not easy. It's so, so easy, and it's so exciting. The adrenaline starts flowing, and we just want to spread fun, fitness, and fellowship. You know, it's, 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 it's wonderful. It's a wonderful. So what age groups do this? Do you get the kids? 40 plus. 40 plus. I have a hard time doing anything plus. like an like activity. We have members as, as old as 87 years old. Oh, my no God. Way. Doing double we, Yes. No way. We had a woman uh, came out at 83 on Wednesday of last week. Yeah. Oh, God. 83. 83. So how old were you when you started doing double dutch? You know what? I just actually started. No way. Three months ago, my sister told me about the club. Uh, she's in Baltimore. And so, again, this is this is a movement that's on the move. And I am so excited that my sister told me about it. I do not miss a Wednesday. It's a movement that's on the move. I'm behind your movement. <laughs> Right now, really, when we come on on 87, it's over 50 women that show up on. We do double dutch at 87 and gets it. We're doing double dutch. We're doing hopscotch. Wow! Oh my God, hopscotch! We're doing Chinese. So how do people how do people find you? Like if they want to do this, they can go on Facebook 40 plus double dutch. And they'll see it. Uh, it's nothing, no membership fee. Only thing that we ask that you get a T-shirt. And on the back is our age. Yes, that's your age. Yes, Janine, fifty. Janine, fifty-seven. About here, sixty-two years old. You do not look your age. Yes, wow. God is good. God is wow. good. Yes. I hope at fifty-seven years old I could just jump, let alone <laughs> get over a rope. And folks, before I continue this podcast, I want to tell you a little bit about my friend Larry Leadforth. Larry was born and raised right here in Evergreen Park and has been in business for almost 30 years. I continuously see him volunteering his time with local sports associations, helping out the kids, helping raise money for charity. And what you need to know is that Larry is there in case you need some help as well. For nearly 30 years, the law offices of Lawrence G. Liebforth have been handling every kind of law you can think of, from personal injury cases to real estate dealings, if you need a will drawn up, or representation in a criminal case. It's good to know you have local representation available, rooted in the community with decades of experience. Located over at 4001 West 95th Street in Suite 200, give him a call for any of your legal needs, 708-499-6300. The Law Offices of Lawrence G. Leeforth, here to help you. 
All right, so here's the question I got to ask you. Um, I don't know if it works, let's say, any other month of the year, but when you were younger, you all look like you're a little bit older, you're closer to my age, you're likely married or possibly married and divorced, or <laughs> what, who knows? I don't know what your social situation is, I don't want to ask. But I all know we're sitting around in like our middle-aged years, and when we were younger, we were cooler. Do chicks dig the pipes? Like, has there been a moment where you've been like, I could never have talked to that girl if it wasn't St. Patrick's Day, I wasn't wearing this kilt, and I didn't have these pipes? Uh, yes. yes. They're all yes. nodding. Yes. <laughs> like, they didn't want to say it, but they, like, all all three brothers like, yep, yep, I've had I've had a pretty good day on the Southside Irish Parade before in my life. Back in my day, my these pipes was the only one me. I cared about. <laughs> Look at all those people. In this great suburb, driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP Podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park. And that's it. That's 2021 on the EP podcast in a nutshell, or as much as I could fit into a show. There was so much more. If you missed any episode, remember, they're always on demand. It's easy to search up the different people that are on the show. There's a search engine at the EPpodcast.com. You can tell Alexa, hey, play the EP podcast. You can read all the show descriptions, find things that you may have missed throughout the year. And if you missed any of it, you don't want to miss what we're going to do in 2022. Make sure you are subscribed. I know a lot of people try to find it on social media, but if you miss it or something, you miss a couple episodes. You miss out on some of the fun. You miss out on us telling you everything that's going on in and around Evergreen Park. You can subscribe on any podcast player or just go to the eppodcast.com and you will notice that every type of podcast player is right there on the website. Click on the one you like. It'll help you download it onto your device. Then you're subscribed. You never miss an episode. Or just throw your email into the email form right there on the website. We'll email you the episode each time it comes out. From my family to yours here at the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar, Merry Christmas and a happy and a healthy 2022. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, Nudie's Basement, 
the broad basement. Slancha. The EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the EPPodcast.com. Mayor Kelly Burke is standing here. Yes, she is. And she's like, she's like, why did I become mayor of a town that has a podcast? She's like, there's so many villages that don't have podcasts. In fact, literally nobody else has a podcast. And here's this idiot with a microphone trying to ask me, like, what's going on? It's one of the things that makes us an awesome town because we have a podcast.